everybody and welcome to the Sunny 16 podcast. My name is Aid and I am number 123. Uh, this is, sorry, no, I am not number 123. This is show number 123. What am I talking about? I am one of the three hosts. All you are not are a number. You are a free man. I, 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 I'd like to be number four, actually. <laughs> Just because. Anyway. So, as as slick as ever, um, the Sunny 16 podcast is back for show number 123 uh, this week. And I suspect Graham and Rachel, who you've just heard, are probably clearer on that than I am. But there you are. We're all here. And we also have a guest today. And uh, uh, I've got a feeling this is going to be a a cracking conversation for the next however long it's going to take. Because uh, there's lots of giggles and and successes to celebrate as well. Uh, But mostly giggles, I expect. And Graham... Graham, I'm sure you've got some choice words uh, for all of the things we're here to talk about. But first of all, um, how are you? I'm doing very well. Thank you, Aid. Very well. Yeah, had a fun day breaking stuff in my own home. So that's been good. And Were they cameras? I've been... No, not today. Not today. No, I'm trying to I'm currently trying to make a new home for me to podcast from um, uh, because I'm having to leave my old one. So I'm trying to make a little snuggly little nest. And in the process of trying to make a little snuggly nest for me to podcast from, we broke the electrics in the whole house. So (laughs) there was that. But, you know, nobody will be surprised by that. I'm I'm so looking forward to this evening's chat after we decided what we we're going to do this week and i started looking into it like oh this is going to be great <laughs> it is it is and rach are you looking forward to it yeah definitely always always nice to speak to our guest and um yeah the electrics went down in ours in our house today as well which is a nightmare there were all the alarms going off down the road and all sorts of things so um there was some sort of power surge or power outage or whatever so i don't know if it was all over the country but maybe it was just maybe graham <laughs> did you put your spade through something <laughs> like down in down there in oxford and it it, it shorted us out in liverpool <laughs> perhaps Ex- excellent yeah. electricity networking there yeah <laughs> Whoever that was. Right, and uh, I'm going to take the opportunity to introduce our guest this week, mostly because I don't trust Graham to introduce him. (laughs) But we are very pleased and respectful to talk to our good friend, Hamish Gill. Hello, mate. How are you doing? Yeah, I'm not too bad, thank you. Kind of uh, intrigued to know how the evening's going to go. When uh, Graham contacted me, um, his uh, invite to um, be on the show was um, something along the lines of, um it, since we're going to throw you under the bus it seemed only right to um <laughs> allow you to have your say is this a right to reply yeah <laughs> oh so i think uh, i think I'd, i think my response is well i suppose a better ad then hadn't i <laughs> <laughs> okay well i i i'll do my best um, yeah, to, to, to maintain to some semblance of control uh, <laughs> over the proceedings. But the, re- the reason we're, we're all quite giggly this evening is that we have decided that we are going to do a Kickstarter update show. Um, and uh, we have, as it, uh, almost all of these are Kickstarters. I think there's one Indiegogo and one other thing or something like that. But um, uh, we are, we are going to catch up because, uh, listeners, you will remember, I am sure, that we did spend quite a large chunk of 2017 saying things like, isn't it great, all these announcements in the analogue photography world? And look at all these Kickstarters. How are they going? And, uh, of course, we caught up with uh, Abe Fettig uh, a short while ago, uh, who has now launched successfully uh, version 1.0 of the Film Lab app. 
but not everybody has managed to get that far on their journeys and so we thought we'd have a catch-up and uh, a reflection a uh, an informal and light-hearted reflection on the progress of some of 2017's high-flying analog kickstarters is that what you've lined up for us graham yeah absolutely it's a look at the runners and riders the winners and losers the successes and the not quite so successes um of and i think they are pretty much all 2017 because what what sparked this thought in my head was i was just looking back over this time last year's show notes like holy cow yeah it, it was like a year ago when everything was just kicking off um and there were so many kickstarters going on and i thought we ought to check back in with how these have gone. Um, but there, are, I think there were also a couple of 2018 ones that snuck in. Because when did your Kickstarter start off, Hamish? Um, the actual campaign was June, I think, wasn't it? End of middle, middle to end of June. Yeah, right? yeah. So it was good and late. So yeah, there are a few that were this year. We haven't we haven't um, done any of the really super recent ones. Although there's one we're going to talk about later. But there, there's plenty from the last year. So. Um, Yes, it's going to be interesting, which is a word, <laughs> definitely a word, uh, going through all of these. But um, but I thought it would be nice to start with an update on how things are going with the Pixelator, which is your project, Amish, which, as you said, you kickstarted um, back in June um, for release, I believe, August. How are we doing? <laughs> September, actually. Sorry, <laughs> September. <laughs> Well, the, yeah. Well, it's. I mean, I, I think it's going quite well. <laughs> I mean, it's obviously well over deadline and is and is scheduled to be, you know, even more over deadline. But I think, you know, from my point of view, um, it, it, I mean, I can't speak for everybody who does a Kickstarter, and, and obviously, a lot of people who do do Kickstarters are in a lot more advanced um, stage than than I was. But I. Um, you know, I've never launched a product. You know, I run a service-based company. <laughs> um, I had an idea for a thing, and I thought the thing um, was as ready. I mean, you, you know, as we've spoken about before, you know how long I spent developing that thing. I thought that thing was ready to go to market. Um, I put it on um, Kickstarter, and, and, and well, I started beta testing, and then not long later put it on Kickstarter. And by the end of the campaign, I kind of realized that there was a lot, there was still a long way to go in, in terms of, the design and i think if i'd if i wasn't me <laughs> um i could have walked away from that kickstarter campaign with with probably 25 30000 pound in my back pocket and delivered 1700 laser cut um uh, pixelators um and then had probably <laughs> half of those 1700 people moan at me that it wasn't quite right or it wasn't didn't work quite specification or there was something wrong with it blah 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 <clears throat> so because i was in a position where i got all that cash in the bank and i discovered some of the problems with it i thought well would it not be a better thing to use this money to develop the product to the next level and deliver a product to my backers that they would be satisfied with and that I was satisfied that they would be satisfied with, if you see what I mean. Um, it's, you know, I'm now a couple of months into the process of, you know, I've got a very, a very good product designer. Like, I think, I think I've probably mentioned this before. I used to be um, the creative director for Samsung Europe. 
Um, so he he and he, he was a he was a he was. Um, he, I was talking to him about it the other day. He said, much to the dismay of the Koreans, um, who who like to have a sort of a hierarchy within the business. He 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 kept his hand and he was a product designer and um, designing things um, for Samsung that you could buy and probably you know, um, possibly still still can. Um, having him on board, you know, he's I sent him this thing and you know instantly he's telling me all the things that he can do all the ways that he can redesign it all the problems that he can you know essentially i gave him a list of the flaws and he was like right okay well i can solve that like this i can solve that like this i can solve that like this obviously <laughs> turning into quite an expensive quite an expensive process this guy's 400 pound a day to work mm. with um i'm having it um injection molded the injection molding tool the tooling is looking like it's going to cost me about six or seven thousand pounds. Um, the it, 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 ridiculous things like shipping the bloody thing is going to cost me thirteen grand. I've got thirteen thousand pound budget to send it, send these seventeen hundred these things around the world. That pot of cash is, you know, <laughs> it's disappearing quick, very very quickly. Um, mm. I'm not going to take. I'm not going to come away with this with any money at all. Um, I will, fortunately, because when you injection mold something, you have to make shitloads of them. I did a swear. I wasn't going to do a swear. <laughs> That's all right. Nobody listened. <laughs> you, have, you have to make. You have to make a lot of. You have to. If you injection mold something, you have to make a lot of them for it to be a viable thing for a company to take on. So I've got to make three thousand of the things, and even when I say three thousand to these companies that I'm talking to about injection molding, they go, "Oh, that's kind of low number." Um, but that's as many as I can afford to make. So I should come out of the back of it with. I've, I, currently, the, the financial project projections are the day that I deliver, um, or, or sort of the, the, when I'm in the period of delivering. I've got these things delivered to me, and I'm packaging them and, and I'm, I'm sending them out. At that stage, once that thirteen grand's worth of shipping has been paid for, I'll be about my bank account should be about, I think it's about minus seven or eight thousand, um, and then I've got um, VAT to pay on all of the ones that I've sold to Europe and the UK. But obviously because it's VAT, I won't have to pay it. I'm, at the moment, the, the way the, the way my accountants worked it is that because it's an investment from Kickstarter, it's not VATable until these things become a product and I ship them. So I then, I'll then have, you know, if I'm, if the timing is good, I'll then have a couple of months to find that other seven or 8,000 pounds that I'll need to pay in VAT. So I'm currently on a on a trajectory towards four, minus fourteen thousand pound, but also or thereabouts. Fortunately, I'll have three hundred. I'll have about one thousand three hundred, well, one thousand two hundred of these things in stock, um, which is, you know, if I'm selling them for forty quid each, is is forty grand, forty grand plus of stock. So I should theoretically be in a position where I can I can kind of make all this work. But it's all of this happening to me is. <clears throat> You know, it's because I've decided to go down the route of um, producing a better product than than I intended to. But um, you know, when I look at other Kickstarters and other project other projects, how they've gone, the experience I'm going through certainly makes me have a slightly different perspective on the experience other people are going through. And I think, you know, as we get through the the, the different Kickstarters and Indiegogo's today, I think um, one of the mistakes that I think a lot of people make is is less about 
the reality of, of what's happening to them. And it's more about just how they don't communicate. Mm. Um, and that's what I've tried to do is just be as honest and as communicative as possible. And of course, I mean, even that's difficult. I mean, as mad as it sounds, even that's difficult because, you know, you, I'm in a position where I've got a guy saying, I think that we can possibly injection mold this, but I need to design it first. And once I've designed it, we need to get quotes to work out whether it's viable within your budget. And of course, I can't do anything when that in that period of time, I can't even tell people that I'm looking at injection molding it because if I say I'm looking at injection molding it and then I can't injection mold it because I can't afford it, then I'm going to let people down even more. <laughs> yeah. So it, it's tough. That's it. Sounds tough. It sounds like you're working really hard on it. Um, it's it sounds well, tough yeah, as well. It, it is tough, and I think it's tough. Just kind of, it's a big balancing act. And funny enough, I, I was saying to Graham before we kicked off. The odd thing about it is, is yes, I am working hard on it, but you know, I've still got my other businesses that I, that I run. And the funny thing about Pixelator is, it's not actually taking up that much of my time because. Um, well, actually, not actually taking. It is taking a lot of my time. It's about. It's it's probably about, I'd say about a day and a half a week that I'm I'm spending on on it as a project, um, or a day a week perhaps. Um, but the re I'm not spending more time than that because there isn't phys there isn't physically the I can't physically do anything. Do you know what I mean? I get to the stage where I've done all of the things that I can do, and then I'm just waiting for other people to catch up. So I'm waiting for somebody to to make a change. I'm waiting waiting for Clive to make a change to the design or. Um, so I've been talking to um, a, a, an organisation called um, the um, Manufacturing Growth, um, something or other. So they're um, they're doing me some ma matched funding. So um, some of the, they can match fund some consultancy. So um, the design, pro the redesign process is a, is a consultancy, and they can they're paying. Um, uh, that's costing me. So Clive's costing me. Um, I think it's. Seven eight seven thousand eight hundred and fifty quid, I think he's quoted, um, and I'm having three thousand pounds of that, or just short three thousand pounds of that match funded by this manufacturing growth organisation. Um, so I've had loads of conversations with the loads of forms to fill in. You know, the, the people don't just give you three grand; you have to fill in lots of forms to to, to get it. Um, and then I'm talking. I've been talking to Warwick University, who've been really supportive. They um, they are an organisation set up to support manufacturing in the UK. I'm trying to manufacture in the UK. I'm obviously, um, I might have to resort to man manufacturing in China or India, but uh, UK is the goal at the moment. They support companies looking to manufacture in the UK, so they've been. Um, they can't give me as much support as I as as we both would have liked. I don't fit some of the criteria, but nonetheless, they've been giving me a bit of help putting me in touch with um, various injection molding people. And then it's having conversations with injection molding people, having conversations with or having meetings with. I've got meetings in in, in a couple of weeks. There's a there's a there's a company whose name I won't name because I don't want to sort of promise having a relationship with them but there's a company that's in the photographic industry already who has some interest in manufacturing in um both manufacturing in the uk and injection molding so i've got a meeting lined up with them because you know that'd be brilliant to work with a photography based company also in the uk blah 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 um, and then there's another chap who's got an injection molded product that he's brought to market in the uk so I'm, i've got another i've got a meeting with him that i'm hoping to have in the next um week or so he's a really um, he seems to be a really interesting guy he's got lots of lots of interesting um insights he's been been through it himself you see what i mean so yeah um, can i ask something hamish because your product is something which is um it is a kind of a, 
a part of a process. It's part of the process of digitizing the eggs. So it's something which is being marketed at people who are already engaged in this. It's not uh, a top level product. It's in terms of like where it fits in the tea. It's like, oh, I'm I'm going to take up photography. I'm buying a camera. That's where you start. And then like you buy the next thing and the next thing. So yours is part of that chain. Do you think the fact that you're inherently getting at least a slightly more at least informed consumer makes the people more understanding uh, and perhaps more patient with the uh, these things that you're talking about the fact that they you know that things do not come together and that, you know that there are go- there have been delays and the reasons for delays than perhaps they would be if it was a more top level product I don't know really um it's funny because to a degree i've got no idea how patient people are being because the majority of people aren't saying anything <laughs> um you know the the i'm getting a little i'm not i've been i've been quite lucky i think i've not had a lot of flack on kickstarter i mean i've had quite a lot of flack but i've had not a lot of flack i've had not a great deal of flack i've had i've had some emails and i've had some um people who just haven't really understood what kickstarter is um you know saying where's you know i was expecting you know where's my thing where's my pixelator i should have had it delivered by now and you know you haven't even asked my address and i was like have you not been reading the updates (laughs) i've been telling everybody weekly what i've been doing um but yeah i don't i don't know i don't i don't know i don't know the answer to that so well, we'll, where, see, where... we'll see we'll see how we go on then i suppose because you, know, <coughs> I mean, you know it'd be interesting to know how some of your experiences uh, reflect against some of the other um things that we'll talk about today um and and what you're what you're learning from it all i mean you know are you are you, are you still glad you did it i i i i said on um that you know i mentioned i was recorded at this um another podcast earlier today and um, ezra who um, interviewed me for that he he asked pretty much that exact question, and I said the the best thing um, uh, the best thing about it, perhaps in, in combination with it, with a, a sort of a, perhaps a personality trait of mine, <laughs> I'm not in this for money. Um, I think if I was in this for money, I would be banging my head against. Well, I probably would have walked away with the 25 grand and delivered the laser cut thing. But if had I not, I think I would be banging my head against the wall now. Um, I'm in. I'm. I'm in this to a to to do as much as I possibly can to produce something that I'm proud of, um, and that is a, is a good product, um, and also for the experience of it. I think um, it's the one um, thing that I never really. I mean, I, 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 I can't describe the feeling of watching a number go from zero to over ten thousand pounds in three hours. You know, all the years running up to that of thinking about this thing and having all of these people come along and go, yep, that's a good idea, that is Hamish, well done, I'll give you 32 quid or whatever. Like, that is an amazing thing. Just those experiences of doing it, it's, yes, it is It is incredibly stressful and I am concerned about this This sort of £14,000 financial hole that I'm I'm sort of heading heading towards uh, not that's a problem one way or another i wish we'll fix that problem i'm not, that's not gonna, it's not going to prevent anything from happening but i am i'm concerned about it from um you know what what, what the what the bank might say um 
but it's it's just fun you know I, mm-hmm. the other day I, I i drove to so my product a client my product designer he lives in cornwall and um, we we uh, we've met up a couple of times um most of the things so far has been done by skype and um as you know you can do everything by skype these days um <laughs> but we as we're demonstrating um but we um yeah i drove to to western supermare um because it's sort of roughly between where he lives and where i live and took like my camera my laptop my um uh, copy stand my uh, light box um, a prototype pixelator a box full of negatives um and we went to a pub <laughs> on the outskirts of western supermare and i went in and I, I went up to the bar and i said to this guy can i um i've got a meeting and it, it uh, sort of involves some um apparatus <laughs> sort of raised an eyebrow at me i was like it's not like weird it's just some just stuff i need like a quiet table can i can i just go and get it is that all right and he's like yeah i think so i just kind of went into the car and brought all this crap and dumped it on the on the table in this you know it's like a what do you call it like a hungry horse pub or something like a like a chain pub <laughs> and they were completely understanding it was fine and me and clive just sat there and we had you know we had gammon and egg, gammon egg and chips or whatever you get from that type of pub and um yeah just ironed out a load of the problems in the product and it was just a really like it was a really enjoyable day like it was a really create it was a properly creative i'm a creative person you know it's a properly creative thing to get my teeth into like explaining some of the sort of minutiae of the product that clive hadn't realized demonstrating how exactly it works and why certain things can't work in a way that they that he might like from the point of view of making a nice looking design and do you know what I mean? All those sorts of things. It was, yeah, it's brilliant. I, and I, I, yeah, I mean, for however stressful it is, I, I definitely wouldn't undo it. It's, it's, it's good. It's good fun. So it's going to be worth the wait then. I, I think so. I mean, I, I have utmost confidence in Clive. I mean, he is, he really, I mean, to say he knows his stuff would be an understatement. I mean, it, 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 it somebody said to me somebody from warwick university said like, if you've got a product designer who knows about um uh um, injection molding and i said well i think so and he said well here's he mentioned and listed off like a, a load of words that i knew about because clive had mentioned them right. <laughs> like sh- um, shrinkages and um there's something to do with the way things are injection molded that you have to have like a a, a relief angle or something so the so it, the thing can pop out of the mold i do you know what what i don't know no idea don't know what it means clive's tried to draw a picture but i i kind of get it sort of i do i do get it i'm not an idiot but it's i've watched the bake-off right i've seen when people can't get their cakes (laughs) out yeah (laughs) so you have but when you're designing a product for injection molding you have to design it with these relief angles so where those relief angles are impact on what the product looks like and you try and hide those relief angles depending on what's going to be visible on what side of the product if you sort of me yeah so me and clive had loads of conversations about how that's going to work and how to make the product look right and etc etc so can and i this... ask sorry hamish before you go go on too much further because you, you know i know sorry, what you're I'm like doing my, doing my waffle, aren't I? You, you're doing <clears> full <throat> on hamish probably the question which you know we have to ask it do you have an expected ship date at this point do you know when you expect things to be ready to go well i published recently a an updated schedule yeah um update number 22 and since then each week 
I'm posting a mini as requested by by one of the backers. I'm posting I'm posting a mini. Essentially, are we on target? Update, and we're yeah. on we're still on target from that point, and that is that is shipping, um, hopefully January. <clears throat> that being said, I have, there is a couple of things that are giving me some concerns um, in terms of um, being able to stick to that, but. Um, nothing really, nothing really significant. The 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 main thing at the moment is I'm, you know, obviously I've we've I haven't got a manufacturer lined up yet, and the reason I haven't got a manufacturer lined up yet, but I had a manufacturer theoretically I had a manufacturer, but the manufacturer I had lined up was the uh, one of one of the um, it, it was through one of these kind of brokerage services where you can kind of put your product on there and they find the the cheapest manufacturer kind of thing, or you you. I, I don't really understand it myself, but you, you, if you have a product that you want to have manufactured, you can you can seek quotes from all over the world. And we got some quotes, some outline quotes to prove that we could do the product that we wanted to do. And we could have gone with those quotes, if you see what I mean. But now, because I'm, I'm trying to find somebody in the UK, um, that, that changes things. I haven't yeah. got anybody in the UK now, so I don't know that I can't say, yes, I'll be definitely manufacturing on this date and it's going to take this long because I haven't got a manufacturer lined up and I don't know what their schedules are going to be. But yeah. assuming everything goes to plan... Um, it should do, and, and, and Clive's sort of the view that everything that he's put into the schedule doesn't. There's nothing that he's put in there that is sort of, you know, um, optimistic. I suppose he's he's been he thinks quite reasonable with it, so it should be fine. But you know, if it's not, if it's March, well, I'm sorry, but <laughs> it's, it's March. Do you know what I mean? I've done. I'm do, I literally I could not do any more that I'm doing now. Yeah, it's not physically possible for me to do any more than I'm doing. Yeah. So, well, at least you're in good company because date slipping is a pretty popular theme amongst Kickstarters. As I say, I've got so much more sympathy for it. Actually, as a business owner, I had a reasonable amount of sympathy for it before, but I have a lot more sympathy for it now. I mean, just the the amount of cash that stuff costs as well. It's just mind-boggling anyway current should we start going through some of your co-kickstarter conspirators then i think that would be a good idea yes so should we just go through the list in the way not that this list is in no order other than the one that things fell out of my brain earlier (laughs) sure where do you want to start at the Uh, top top. yeah why not (laughs) okay well uh well let's start at the top then so this is uh this is the reflex slr camera um i remember it as being uh an interesting sort of modular slr i remember it look, looking like it had a lot of sharp corners on it um uh yeah phys- physically the 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 camera itself uh, but uh you know and uh, if i look back on our records here they they got 131,000 pounds out of uh, uh wanting to get 100,000 pounds so they should they should have been uh they should have been doing really well because they just got a little bit more than they wanted. So they haven't had to um, hire any designers to, to redesign it and change the manufacturing for and, and scale up. Because I know that scaling is a lot of a problem for people who are trying to ship products when they get oversubscribed. Um, so, so any, any, yeah, Graham, how are they doing? Um, it, it, they, they're still going, which is good because that can't be said for everybody. Um, and they were at Photokina. We mentioned when we had Paul on the show that uh, he spoke at Photokina. Um, they had their original date that they'd hoped to ship was um, 
August, I think, uh, August, September. Um, so that has passed now, and I don't think we're going to see the reflex camera uh, this side of Christmas. Um, and, you know, Hamish was saying before about he started making it and um, then he realised that it could be better. Um, and that has extended how long it's taken. Reflex seem to have... I don't... It's, it's really hard from an external point of view. Uh, they seem to be generating at least some ire in the community because uh, they are introducing and talking about things um, which they are doing and want to do, which are not the camera. Was um, it the lenses, I think? I think Paul mentioned that there were lenses at Photokina or something. So is that more of the way that they were going with it rather than the camera body? Is that what you mean? Um, it's the lenses, but also they're working on building this whole ecosystem. Mm -hmm. um, so they're working on something called the Reflex Lab as well, right? Um, to help you know to to create this whole ecosystem for the camera to exist mm -hmm. in, um, which sounds good. But yeah, it sounds commendable and really really interesting, definitely. But I can see where there's an issue there, a difficulty. Um, well, this, this is why I asked Hamish about this whole because you're being a, a sort of top. A camera is a top level purchase. Mm. Somebody can go on and go. Oh, I want a camera. Um, that's what I want. I, maybe I've not picked up a film camera before. Maybe, but they want a camera because they want to have that camera. And it, maybe they want it for a certain thing. Maybe they want it for a gift. But um, I wonder whether there is going to be less patience than there is for something like. Um, like you're doing Hamish or some of the other ones um what's your take on this one Hamish um yeah I mean I, I've spoken to Lawrence and um it, uh, well he uh, actually I'm not sure I'm should mention the context of the conversation actually but um <laughs> I have I've spoken to him it certainly wasn't about anything negative towards the cat about the, the, the process I mean, we didn't speak about the camera um um very much at all really um but we did we were it was about this this sort of wider ecosystem of products that he's that he wants to he wants to create uh, i mean I, I i i don't know him i've not, I've not met him i don't know um, how big or small his team is i don't know how much other and other money there is um but i know for a fact that if you were to wanted to develop a lens for example from scratch you would be looking at 30 grand for just a single lens just to just to have it prototyped that's not counting actually producing the thing in volume you know making new lenses is is a phenomenally expensive process so i don't know where i don't know if those lenses are a new thing if they're a repackaged thing if they're i don't know what they are i don't know anything about that but there's certainly an effort that's gone into that there's other effort that's going into this other ecosystem um is he could an argument be made for him spending too much time worrying about things that aren't the camera and should he be concentrating on it but then equally as i was just saying maybe you know he's maybe he's spending all the time he can on the camera and um he's waiting for other people that he needs or other team members he needs to have their input or something like you know i don't know it's yeah. really difficult to speculate isn't it but um, £130,000 seemed a dismally small amount of money to bring a camera to market. If I think, you know, it's if I, you know, just the amount of money that I'm spending on tooling for what is essentially a very simple bit of plastic, 
Um, yeah. I mean, I know he's going down the three. I think he's going down the three D printing mode, which is which is which is less expensive. But I, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, it, 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 yeah. I mean, it seems you, you talked about the communication and how important that is. And I mean, to me, he's the, the, the whole reflex thing. Um, and and, and I, this is this is their choice. And if that's how they want to be, it's fine. But the, to me, the reflex organization appears to be too reticent to me. There is just not they're not forthcoming enough. <laughs> Do you know what mm. I mean? And it just and I think the problem is if you're going to be in the position they're in you need to kind of just tell people what you're doing more regularly else people are going to go people are going to you know i'm having enough people i'm putting an, an update up every week and i'm getting people asking me what the hell's going on so if you're not going to put anything out for a long time especially about the camera um which is the thing that people are funded then i think people are going to start asking questions and i, I think it's a shame I think one of the biggest problems with Kickstarters and Indiegogo crowdfunded projects as a whole is that they cast a negative light um, or have the potential to cast a negative light over the launch of a product. Mm. Um, and I think the only way you can remedy that is by is by being as open as possible. Of course, I would say that because that's what I'm doing. But <laughs> no, I think no. So if I can speak from a, from the point of view of I, I've backed some Kickstarters. Um, only only two or three ever you know ph- photography ones and not all of them have delivered and you know that's that's not the point I go into it with my eyes open and you know it's it's spe- uh, there's a large part of it speculative but having heard your story uh, you know through the first part of this conversation and what's going on with the pixelator um, it's you know it, uh, it does on, on reflection seem like a rather small amount of money uh, to, to bring a something as complex and uh, to, to manufacture as as a camera to market so oh. that 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 is you know it's it's an, an interesting one but there's there's 464 backers who who've pledged um if, so. there, if it, there must be more money it's the yeah. only way that 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 project that either there's more money um from somewhere that's going to bring that product to to, to reality um or, or Bluntly, I'm not entirely sure it's going to happen because <laughs> there's got to be something going on behind the scenes. Yeah. If there's if there's these lenses and this other ecosystem that he's working on, you know, there's got to be yeah. cash there, hasn't there? I I do feel like their communication is a bit tone deaf. Um, I I've got not their most recent update because the most recent update was from Photokina, but this is one from um, July. Um, I'd said bear in mind that they were supposed to be. They, they originally hoped to be shipping sort of September time. Um, I'm not going to read the whole thing, but you know they said now you know it, it has become apparent that we will not be able to ship before the end of 2018. We are aware that for some this will come as a disappointment. It's like well actually no, probably everybody who spent a reasonable chunk of money is going to be disappointed that it's not coming. Um, and it's you know hopefully after reading the following, the added value on which this is this is news based will seem clear. But most of the the reasons are because of these other things that they are doing that the people who back it aren't going to be getting for free. Um, and it's like, oh, look, we're growing our company and you should be OK with the camera being late because, look, we're, we're building our company. And they're like, actually, I mean, I, I didn't back the camera because I couldn't afford to at the time, not because I didn't want to. But um, if I had backed the camera, I'm like, yeah, I, I want the company to succeed. But also I supported you to do a thing not to 
to build your brand per se. I mean, it'd be great if the two things can work in concert. That's the ideal. But um, it, it feels like the focus on, oh, look, we're doing all these things and you should be happy because of that. Just uh, it, uh, for a company that's starting to make lenses, it, it's bad optics. <laughs> I get that. But the counter argument to that is that from from my I don't know if it's quite a valid counter argument given the, the sort of slightly different things that we're doing. But from my perspective, it, if you if you if he feels like he's doing the right thing, that actually the end product, the end result, is going to be better because of all of the other things that he's doing. If he feels that he's doing the right thing for his backers. Um, Honestly, thing. Then... I don't think he's. I think I don't think he's doing that though. I don't think, like a lens-based scanner. How does that affect somebody buying? A, yes, it's part of the flow, but like, if people don't want to scan, that doesn't affect them at all. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm sure that underneath it all, he is working to achieve something, but the communication does not convey that well enough. And no. and I think that's been reflect reflected in at least some of the feedback he's getting. I mean, it's not. Not a lot of bad feedback, but I think a few people would just rather hear more about the camera and less about everything else that they're doing. But um, this is what yeah, and this is what the yellow the segment of that update that you read is what what I mean by um, reticent. I guess it's not mm. it, it it's it just feels a bit um, a bit PR and a bit guarded. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Rather than and this is this is what I tried to try to do and of course as i say of course i would think it's the right thing to do because it's what i'm doing and that's kind of the point of what i was saying a minute ago but you know i'm just trying to be as open as i possibly can because that's what i don't know that's the only way that i can do what i'm doing in good good, good conscience if that's the right phrase well let's, yeah. uh, let's hope that they're going to be successful as well then and they're going to be able to make some of this stuff work because it sounds like they uh uh, for, uh, at face value, it sounds like they may have bitten off a bit more than they can chew. But as you say, hopefully there's some other money there in the background. And, um, you know, we'll, we'll do this. Uh, you know, we'll, we'll come back and do this show next year. We'll be shooting on our reflexes and scanning yeah. with our uh, w- with our pixelators. Well, like, I, I had well, all, all Lawrence's um, lens-based oh, scanner. Oh, yeah, well, indeed. Yes, I, yes, good point. I didn't, that, that's what he was talking That's what I was talking about him on the film. I hadn't realised he'd, he'd sort of been on the phone i didn't realize he'd, he'd sort of come out and, and talked about that uh, yeah, it's, right. you know, there was an element of competition and that's why we were having a conversation the, the conversation was actually well you know let's not compete you know we and, and this i've had this exact conversation with max um intrepid that actually we've got products that can be complements there are elements are a little a little bit there's a little bit of competition we'll get back to this we'll get to this later but actually we as in the film photography industry we all, we all need to work together and that was kind of actually when lawrence was saying this to me on the phone he it, 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 i i was like yeah I, I i completely agree like i i, I mean he seemed like a decent when he was talking about that sort of stuff he seemed like a decent guy that had all the right his motivations were good and the motivations were positive if you see but, and also to be honest like um buying a pixelator and buying the intrepid enlarger which we'll obviously talk about as you say um i i wouldn't buy one and not the other if you know what i mean it wouldn't put me the, off the, buying the, com- the other the, yeah the conversation <laughs> i had with one of the conversations i've had with max is is um is about their compatibility and actually mm-hmm. it looks to me well i said to him on the phone um am i right in thinking that x y and z and he said yeah and i said well because of that your product is going to be fundamentally compatible with mine 
um, and actually would it because of the <clears throat> without going into loads of technical details you, your light source for pixelator is better if it's no bigger than pixelator if it's as small as the diffuser you're going to get better results i mean we're talking when we're talking at the kind of very extreme end of trying to get perfection out of it but but regardless it, 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 when you're seeking perfection if you've got a, a light source that is 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 around about the same size as the diffuser if you put it on top um it will work very well and he's got a very high um i don't even know what it stands for cri rating the leds are a very high quality color balance um so they are perfect for um for, for backlighting pixelator so yeah i mean i got pretty right the conversation I, we, you know, I think i was i was fairly excited to hear how compatible it might be and um we're once again once again hamish mind used to turn the conversation back to promoting the pixelator unbelievable you're going to do this for every single one um, we should move on because otherwise we won't get through this list by the way uh, i should just say if you want to order pre-order <laughs> pre-orders are now available on the website Good stuff. Uh, what will be a price of potentially lower than retail so there you go jump on carry on <laughs> carry, carry on well the, ne the next one on our list is actually one that rachel has some first-hand experience about if i remember rightly rach and that is true yes the um the next one on the list is the uh the chroma uh steve's chroma and uh hamish also uh has experience <laughs> of this well i don't know if you have experience yeah. in terms of um have your shot, hands haven't, haven't shot it yet, but <laughs> on I've, it to shoot I've it, got yeah. it. <laughs> yes oh, um, it's just it, arrived it, yeah yeah that's um, great i, I it's it, it i've it, i have to i'm going to be completely honest <laughs> i took it out of the box um i unfolded it i then folded it back up again i then put it in a bag and i brought it home and it is still in that bag. No, oh, <laughs> that's awful, isn't it? I haven't, it's I haven't, terrible. I haven't even put a photo of it on Instagram yet. Which no, is, you should. You I, should have heard all the messages that Hamish was sending. Go, where's my bloody chroma? Come on, where's my chroma? I want it in matte black, my chroma, and that, and then you've you've put it in a bag and taken it home and not even shot with it. I'm so. I feel, <laughs> I feel like it's 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 almost a continuation of that. Um, of that same narrative to be honest I'm, I'm almost I almost feel like I'm now however much I was taking the piss before I'm now really you know I'm <laughs> really taking the piss <laughs> so according to so we're going back to, to the chroma camera according to the latest update which is, is actually uh, only about 11 days ago as we record this um, the, all the early bird cameras chroma cameras have, have been shipped no? yeah absolutely as far as i know that's all um happened and i've i've seen se uh, several images on instagram and twitter and what have you of people who've received their cameras and all looking very happy with them and um for lots of different reasons and things um that they've that they've had them ordered in so uh, it's been lovely seeing how that's all happened and obviously actually it's kind of nice it being um hamish uh, and i on the show together because actually this is the first time we met in person um mm. was because of steve and the chroma camera because he'd come up um hamish you'd come up to liverpool hadn't you to help him get you know the the video for video, it shot yeah, yeah. yeah for for yeah. kickstarter um and uh, and so i took you around liverpool so that was yeah. it was kind of nice actually uh, how that worked out yeah and and I, I think you know fair play to Steve. It sounds like he's he's do, well, it seems like he's doing um, he's doing he's doing a good job. I think he's uh, am I right in thinking he had a, a couple of 
because this it's got metal bits on the side now, hasn't it? Which wasn't which weren't there. To they, start um, with. It originally it, well, it ha- always had the magnets, um, but it, the rest of it was all entirely, as far as I know, was acrylic, um, as far as I can remember. Because I, like I say, I had the um, the beta test version, and I bought my lens for it. Um, and and use that but actually um he's he's sorting me out uh, another one um because obviously with it being a beta test not everything works and you know things things aren't always um you know they're not working in the way that they probably should or will need to long term um so at the minute he's he's making a, a new one but yes he's done several reworkings i think of yeah so of the mechanisms he's, as he's gone along and added yes it, perhaps some metal now well, he's improved. Basically, I'm I'm Improving alluding it. to the point that he's he's improved before he shipped. He got yeah. he he got the money through Kickstarter. He mm-hmm. got that cash, yeah. um, and spent a lot of time and effort improving yeah. it to the point yeah. that it was a really but solid product. Happy. Yeah, that he was exactly. happy with before yeah. before he before he started shipping. And and yeah, I mean, I, I've 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 got two five four cameras now. I've got a, a, a Harman Titan. Um, ah. SL, I think it is, or something like that. No, is that right? I can't remember what it is. It's a Harman, uh, not a Harman Titan. I've got a Harman Titan, which is the pinhole. I've got a, a Walker Titan, um, which cost me a considerable amount of cash. And I, uh, um, and 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 now Steve's, and it, it, the the Titan is, I mean, it's a better, it is a better camera. I mean, with 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 respect to Steve, but bearing in mind the the Walker Titan cost me twelve hundred quid. <laughs> it's a bit different, isn't it? And and, and, and I think that's Steve's also part of it. Yeah, exactly. Quid. Um, it still felt very much how, um, accessible. Yeah, mm. and how close how close Steve has got to the certainly the functionality of the Titan um in terms of the movements is yeah, it's 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 really it's 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 impressive it's really impressive. Um yeah, he's done it. He's, he's yeah, he's done a good job. Yeah, so I'm looking forward to uh, to getting getting the next one. Yay! <laughs> yeah, I mean, again, it could be unfair not to point out a, a little bit later than he'd hoped getting. Yes, well, I mean, because so. he's not mm-hmm. out, but um, but, but Steve bear, seems bear, to have been very active, keeping in mind, people informed. He is, and bear in mind, he's got a full time job, and his full time job wouldn't give him. He, he asked for a sabbatical, and they mm-hmm. said no. So, yeah. you know, he he he. I don't think he expected the Kickstarter to go the way it did. Um, I think he was quite pleased that it did, but I don't think he he, he, he kind of realised that it would go that way. Yeah. Um, so then he had all of these cameras to produce and was told by his work that he um, he couldn't have any time off to do it. So he's doing it in his spare time. Yeah. Oh so, no. I mean, I, and he's I think hand he's making doing... every single one of the bloody things. <laughs> I think he's doing really well, but but it, I do still come back to that thing of. Like that, that shouldn't really be a thing that somebody backing a project has to think big. And I suppose it's thing, you know, Kickstarter. You you'd never bought a product to market before. Steve's never done anything like this. It's all people who, um, well, not all people, but a lot of people who have never done this. And um, nobody ever seems to plan for being successful. <laughs> and then when they are, it's like, <laughs> oh no. <laughs> um, and that's yeah, the scaling actually... up issue is is difficult isn't it it seems to have, have hit quite a lot of people especially yeah. when you're in a one-man band mm-hmm. and you know it is it's it yeah i mean you speaking from my experience it, it it's it's the one-man band thing but it's it's a, it, you know i couldn't i can't i'm i'm already spending a lot of money on i'm working with other people i can't you know there's nothing as i say i can't physically go any quicker um and and 
Steve's the same, you know. It's, there's only there's only so much his his two arms can do. <laughs> mm, yes. It, it, um, uh, well, good luck, Steve. As I say, it sounds like it sounds like this is a you know a positive story anyway. You know, despite that it's hard and despite that you know the the, the you know, uh, difficulty scaling perhaps at least at least he's doing well and he's and, and funny enough without giving anything away he's got other plans and he's doing other things um for that are going to advance the product um and he's talking about them on on social media but it's not getting in the way of his progress as far as i can tell i mean of course he could spend every waking hour making the making the making the cameras but you know you've 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 got to give a man the ability to have a break once in a while. And when he has a break, he sits in front of his computer and he designs more stuff. So, sounds sounds fair. Sounds fair to me. Yeah, sounds fair to me. Okay, well, we get. Uh, we should probably move on. Move uh, next one. The next one was actually an Indiegogo campaign um, rather than Kickstarter. And the interesting thing about one of the interesting differences between Kickstarter and Indiegogo, for those that don't know, is that uh, whereas Kickstarter is, is something where you don't get in the money until you until you reach your target and then you get all the money um, with with Indiegogo, you, you actually just get what is pledged to you. Um, so this actually is uh, this next one, uh, which is uh, Silbera Film, is, is a project that didn't reach its funding goal. And in fact, it only made 30 percent of its funding goal. But nonetheless, that netted some money and the project went ahead in a different form anyway. Um, Graham, are you best to give us a, an update on this one? Yeah, I mean, Silbera, I think the, the best thing you can say about Silbera is that they are still plugging away at it. Uh, I think they've not had an easy time of it. The fact that they didn't hit their funding goal obviously didn't start them off on the best foot. Um, and then they've had other problems with um, people in their supply chain just letting them down at the last minute. Um, because you know that's another thing that can happen. And again, it's another thing that's going to come up in some of the other ones we talk about where the people who are you are relying on as part of your fulfillment just at the last minute go, nah, or, or just don't do the work properly or whatever it may be. Um I backed them and and I actually got some film from them early in the year. Um, and I think you did as well, didn't you, Rach? I think Rach has just stepped away, actually. Okay, uh, fair I, I, I think there's <laughs> some, some, some fireworks that have, uh, have scared Rach's dog. So she said to go and, uh, um, and make sure that the dog is okay. Fair enough. Well, I think Rach did also back them and got some stuff early on. So, but I know that not everybody has um, received their stuff or didn't receive it early. I think you know they had problem getting stuff sent around as they did, and also some of the films that they wanted to work on actually developing um, have been delayed because of the lack of money in the first case. But um, but they're still communicating. I haven't, had my film. haven't you? What did you back for, Hamish? I can't remember. You can't remember. <laughs> um, I mean, so I, I know that I backed for some, some of their fairly um, vanilla, I think Ultima film, you know, it's a, a 200 speed pan film. And I did get that pretty early. Um, it, it, it seems to be quite hit and miss. Um, but I know that the, the stuff that they were going to be working on themselves it, is delayed. Um, but I, I don't, they haven't been communicating a lot, but, when they do communicate they're pretty honest um and they're they're sort of trying to get the word out there you know a, a bit like another company we're going to come to later making film is hard and um they're definitely doing better at communicating than some others we will mention <laughs> um uh is it rates you back 
still not back. But, still not um, back. <laughs> still not back. But yeah, um, th- yeah. So I think Just that's where I still what I backed on there. So yeah. what did I? So hang on. Um, never got it to go. Go. I don't know how to use them. <laughs> talk to yourselves while I work out what do, I'm doing. Do, well, the, ne- the next one is, is, is one that is going to cause some laughter. Um, it caused some laughter when it came out, actually, and then it caused some incredulity. <laughs> and then we were all stunned after that. Um, uh, and, uh, you yeah, know, well, and, and here we are sitting here late in 2018 when the first of the Yashica Y35 almost film cameras. <laughs> Digifilm camera, anybody? Um, those are now shipping. Um, this is this this. I have to say, this is a Kickstarter that partly in, in, inspired this show this week, and and Graham's been sharing some, of, especially on our little WhatsApp back channel. We have uh, for, for for those of us hosts here at Sunny Sixteen. There's been quite a lot of um, <laughs> quite a lot of stuff. I'm just going to get. Out. There's been it's more. In the last, there's been more yeah. in the last couple of days. I'm not going to read the sweary ones, right? Because anybody can read the sweary <laughs> ones. Um, but it's it just just one just one here that was posted about seven hours ago. A comment on the Kickstarter for the Yashica Y35. I'm back. Uh, eventually, I receive my Y35, but my Digifilm has an error. Black and white is not black and white. It's just green. <laughs> Silent blue is too not blue, but green. <laughs> Please. So, and, and I've heard other people who, who've had their black and white Digifilm actually shoot full color. <laughs> So, um, and others who have just oh, I, I, where to start with some of this stuff? Um, you know, uh, it seems to be uh, there's a lot of backers who are more disappointed and angry now they've received their cameras <laughs> than they were before they received. Them. Which seems incredible to me. I can't understand why people are disappointed in this camera, just mainly because did they not understand that this is what it is to begin well, with yeah. well, do you know this, what? Is I my, this, this is my view exactly i have to say <laughs> i was intrigued by this right? i thought this might be a nice little toy camera and and, to- and toy but then it then then it was like 150 dollars or something yeah like that. And, and <laughs> but thought... you but the, the 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 so yeah but you've just you've just said you've just agreed with me and rachel because what you're saying is you've gone well that might be a nice little toy camera toy yeah, yeah fair a point. toy prize fair, fair and then point. at the end of it you're saying oh it's 150 quid that's mental for a toy. <laughs> the, 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 well, the thing is, like last week, I I just I thought, Carl, what what happened to the Y35? Because I'm sure we should have heard by that. And I sort of started looking, and I just fortunately the thought hit my head at just the right time because when I started looking, they were they had missed their original ship date. Um, but it was just on that cusp of people desperately going, where's my camera? I was expecting my camera. Where's my camera? I'm very disappointed. Where's my camera? And then you just start to see the ones creeping going, I've, I've got my camera. It's terrible. Give um, me that one that was my f- absolute favourite, Graham, that you found. Was that, that the short one? Yeah, like yeah. a haiku uh, almost. The, the haiku, <laughs> yes. Um, it, it, it was a gentleman in Malaysia, I think. So, um, <coughs> Are you all right there, Hamish? <laughs> Just choking to death. <laughs> the, the, the quote just said, "Received my camera today. I regret. Can I get a refund?" <laughs> that was it. <laughs> so sad. So so sad. I know. I did feel quite bad for that person. I regret. It was just I regret, and I thought, <laughs> oh, I feel um, so sad. 
because <laughs> the thing is, like, yeah, we mocked it roundly last year, and Hamish is quite right. You know, from everything you could read, you went, okay, this is not this is not going to be good. But that said, I think from from what we are seeing, this is way more of an absolute cack fest than could be anticipated. And I, I so I, I was sharing because I, I, I mean, disagree. I disagree. I, I think this is completely. This is this is one hundred percent predictable. Oh, but you know, predictable maybe, but like you at least expect if you expect. Okay, there's going to be a black and white film. Okay, well that's just going to be a cruddy filter. But you at least expect it to be black and white. There is like the minimum expectation. It might be rubbish black and white, but it's not going to be green. I'd say I, that I would at least expect it to not be green i think that's i think that's just the specifics of it not functioning i think what's yeah. happened is i would have expected i i uh, and my expectation was this thing was going to be way crap in terms of its build quality mm. probably probably wasn't going to work um it, did you see somebody did a pull down of the thing somebody took the thing apart and it's got big chunks of metal in like your like your yeah scammer it's just this all of these things are complete were completely predictable mm. the fact that it, the fact that it takes green photos well that's just a that's a bonus yeah. <laughs> i think yeah well yeah it well, makes, it's, actually you need... ta- it's actually taking a picture <laughs> yeah, that's, you know, that's true there's a lot of people photos. who have been unable to get their the yashica mm. y35s to take any photographs at all so i think the main thing uh, for me is that the intention uh, behind this campaign felt very different from the intention behind some of the others like the reflex etc you know with with those kinds of campaigns i felt like at least you know there seemed to be a good decent intention behind it whereas with the yashika the y35 immediately it didn't feel like that you know it just felt like literally this is going to be a piece of plastic crap toy mm. But also, we're going to charge a ridiculous amount of money for it, um, and it was just a, it. It felt like a money grab that just yeah. simply to <laughs> sell off was, small bits of plastic. <laughs> if it was thirty, if it was thirty quid, I probably yeah. would have had one just sure, for the fun of it. Sure, yeah. It looks to me, it looks like a thirty quid thing. Thirty, mm. forty quid. It's made in the Far East. <clears throat> Stack it high. A Diana sell it, sell it cheap. kind of thing. <clears throat> yeah, just do it. It's a bit. It's a bit. Of, it's a bit of fun. I mean, I can mm. see. You know, I know, I know how much now. I know how much things cost to manufacture. I can see why it would cost a lot to make such a thing. Or to to a point, I mean, it, realistically, it's a bunch of off-the-shelf stuff that already exists. So they've just reconfigured and smushed into a box, and then made these weird film things that change, mm. um, yeah. change its change its mode. Essentially, that's the only complicated bit: is the film that you stick it in, and it's a little bit of electric gubbins that changes the cameras. The camera's mode but other than yeah. that it's off the shelf products and some and some and some um you know injection molded bits of plastic stuck together well it, sh- it should be 30 40 quid and a bit of, yeah. and a bit of fun you know but no the, the good news I, is I, the, the, sorry to interrupt the worst of it is that they <laughs> i'm stopped. sorry oh are you though hamish are you? No, not, no, not at all the worst of it is that they use the yashika name and that's mm. where i think the real scam came in and that's what makes it a scammer in the same way as that the scammers are called you know nico and limpi or whatever they are uh, (laughs) they've you know they've taken they've taken the instead of instead of faking a camera name that sounds a little bit like a, a, a real a real brand they've taken a real brand and i'm gonna swear now 
fucking butchered it. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? They've absolutely destroyed it, and that's that's where it, it really. I think that the co- the the cost that they've tried to charge, combined with the fact that they've taken a brand that a lot of people have a lot of respect for, you know, and and absolutely butchered it. It just. No respect for it. No, there's, yeah. there's okay. just no, fair, <laughs> fair point. Fair point. And I think we've fair probably said as much as we off. need to to say about this. So let's go on to something that's, well, that's a bit more no, positive. Hang on. Before we before we do, Abe. Before we do. Sorry, because I want to get this now that Hamish has shut his goddamn pie hole. Um, because we did, as we, as we mentioned, I was sharing some of the comments on Twitter about this, and um, bizarrely, somebody who so one of the comments I shared was seen by the person who wrote the comment and he got in touch and I said oh uh, we would love to hear some of your thoughts and he sent us a few emails with his thoughts and some pictures I will share the pictures in the show notes but I just want to read through this first email very quickly just to kind of give you a quick overview this is from Quentin Delville so Quentin thank you very much for getting in touch uh, English is not Quentin's first language so um, advance apologies for him on his part for anything that comes to anyway he writes I originally backed the project because I'm a long-time film shooter, I have a Nikon F2, and never liked the feeling of a digital camera in my hand. And the idea of having this little camera with a film-advanced lever was funny. Since Yoshiko was a brand I knew, I figured it was worth a small risk to see what they would come up with. I wasn't expecting much, and actually didn't mind the huge delay they ended up having on the delivery itself. They started shipping in September and kept up to what they announced, which is sending everything within that one month. At least it was true for mine. Anyway... After the campaign, as it is widely known, little information was given to backers on the progress. But in the end, they made something. And they claimed that the result is, thanks to the time they took, vastly superior to what we had <laughs> pledged. Given the, given the weird result, I am really wondering how it could have been inferior. So... Um, the thing itself, it comes in a nice box, actually, and it's pretty well organised. There is even a transparent layer of plastic on some parts of the cameras to protect them that you have to peel off. So it does, at first look, feel like something they put some effort into. Hardware. You then take the camera in your hands, and the first thing you notice is that the plastic it is made of is very, very cheap. The whole thing has a toy sort of feeling. Um, then there is the lens, which is entirely immobile. You can't manual focus nor set anything about it. It is fully automatic and is actually pretty small. It says it opens f2 and has a max shutter speed of one six thousandth of a second. But as pictures will show below, taking pictures in broad daylight with minimal movement leads to very blurry shots. The lens itself, uh, the diameter of the shutter, I guess, is small. The button to take shots is weird. It is very rusty and not smooth at all. So at first I thought it was blocked or jammed. But no, you just have to push it really strongly, (laughs) which makes the camera tilt in your hands every time. It is really hard to remain stable while pushing on it. The lever works fine, though, and it is actually quite enjoyable to use. So there you go. Um, (laughs) You can't take another shot before you fake wind the camera. (laughs) When you take the shot, an LED on the back goes purple, indicating a shot was taken for a second, and it then turns red, reminding you you must use the lever. That is fun. I really didn't think it would be, but it is fun. (laughs) Uh, There you go. Um, there is a viewfinder too, but it's not really useful. It's just a piece of plastic with no help to frame shots in it. Same for the hot shoe. It's just a piece of metal in the shape of a hot shoe. <laughs> um, there is a lens cap, uh, and I actually managed to damage the outer layer of the lens every time you put it on and off because the plastic scratches the surface. 
<laughs> I mean, the whole thing sounds quite magical. Um, as sounds I like said, Quentin is having fun. Uh, he's he, he's embracing the point <laughs> they can. I will um, share the rest of Quentin's email and and the pictures that go with it um, on the website. Um, but uh, yeah, it sounds like he's had quite adventures with it, and um, and the picture quality is pretty shocking. Uh, but um, it seems to it seems to be physically bending things. And this is something that's come up uh, uh, on a few of the comments. It seems to literally warping people and images. Uh, yeah, it's good. <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> oh, well. Okay. Let's, uh, okay. All right. So, um, <laughs> yes, we've probably given that one enough air time for now. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Let's so, never speak of it again. So on to the next one. So the next one is, 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 is <coughs> one I'm really looking forward to talking about. And, and again, I'm looking forward to hearing Hamish's view on this one because of the scaling issue. So I, th- this is uh, Labbox, mm-hmm. which, uh, well, as its name suggests, is a lab in a box. This was the black and orange box where you could develop your film in broad daylight um, and everything was cool. Now, um, the interesting thing for me here is that they only they were only asking for seventy thousand euros, but they got nearly seven hundred thousand. So they got nearly ten times what they are asking for. That to me seems almost as much of a curse as a blessing. Hamish, is that about right? Yeah. Well. Yeah, I guess so. I mean. Yeah. Again, I've got no idea what's going on behind closed doors and who the team are and what the team consists of. And um, but but yeah, I mean, it, I've seen pictures of the packaging, which looks incredible. Um, and they've obviously spent quite a lot of time and effort making the packaging look as nice as it uh, as nice as it does. And the product itself was being. I watched a, a sort of a thirteen-minute long video of somebody. Um, uh, a photo keen and demonstrating it and it looked like it works and they've added extra bits to it that look like uh, I think everybody's getting a timer now are they or something like that or um, I should know I backed the bloody thing um, <laughs> but, I think everybody's getting a timer or a thermometer or something on the on the top of it that they weren't getting before or something or something all right like that. okay but, yes but again a... I mean it, it, it's there's a hell of a lot of <clears throat> I've seen I've seen pictures of the tooling that they're having made, um, or they had to have made to make to make the thing. Um, I mean, seven, if they thought that they were going to make that thing in out of injection molded plastic with seventy thousand euros, I mean, I don't know where they got that number from. Because I, I just having looked at the pictures of it and all the different parts, I mean, it doesn't look like it would have been. Maybe they were going to have it 3D printed or something. Yeah, perhaps the original intention was for 3D printing. Um, mm. And then, you know, again, because of that massive amount of scaling up, they've had to do similar to yourself. They've then mm. looked into the injection molding instead. Mm. I think that's I think that's a possible. Um, so so well, how, do, how do you feel about it? I didn't realise you were back at Hamish. So, so this is interesting, isn't it? So they were wildly successful. Um, and, uh, and and I can understand you forgetting exactly what it was you backed because it's over a year late. <laughs> mm. um, and so so actually that that might d- d- does that in your mind dilute the uh, the the wildness of their success <laughs> or 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 are you, are you happy to to let them work it through because clearly there are challenges and see where it takes them. Well, I mean, you can imagine what my opinion is now, but I, I don't think I would have had an, a different opinion even prior to going through the experience I've had. And I, I think as a um 
as I said, did I say this whilst we were recording or not? But I, I, for it being a business owner, I think I have a slightly different perspective. If, if you if you see what I mean, I have a, a bit more empathy. I think with 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 people who own businesses and are trying to achieve something through a business because I know how long things can take and how difficult things can be. Um, so I, I, you know, I don't, I, you know, it, it's the same with Ferrani. I mean, it's going, been going on for years. I don't care. I really, I honestly don't care. Like I, I wish all of these people the best, the, the best of luck. And I think the worst of it is, is that really they, um, it's, it's, it's the, it's the, it's the negative. It's the negativity that they bring on themselves for taking so long. That's the worst of it, really. Um, mm, yeah, you know, no, I think for, I think for, it's a shame on the brand on the brand that comes out of the other end that they will they will have suffered the bad PR of. of I mean, it's just ages. I mean, you know, I I appreciate that mine's going over deadline, but if it goes much much over six months, I'm going to be pretty distraught, really. And mm. there's you know there's is well over a year, isn't it? I think. Um, it, it, it's i mean on the one <clears> hand <throat> they've been very good about putting out monthly well up until this month monthly updates um but that said they they're not talking to their backers they put out the updates but you know there's, there's they're not it's been a year it's been a year now since this was people were expecting this to be shipped and yeah you know things take longer and also it does sound like there's been a bit of feature creep going on with the lab box, um, which will mean for a better product in the end. At least all the feature creep has been things that they are adding to and improving and making better for these things. So when people get it, it will be more than. Um, but their, their communication directly with uh, their backers doesn't seem to be quite where perhaps it needs to be. And I, I appreciate that alone is a time sink. Um, you know, to doing that means that somebody is taking up time responding to these things. But, um, but uh, I think it's perhaps quite important if you're going to go the ground fund route, you kind of have to factor that into how things are going, I guess. But um, it does look as though they're making a very cool thing, and it does look as though it's getting awfully close now to to when it's going to be out. So, well, let's it's hope still, so. There's it, some negative comments on their website on their Kickstarter page. Um, this this it looks like some of the commenters are, are, are keeping the faith and others are uh, are starting to get a little bit impatient. So I think yeah. people just I, people just you know I know this is kind of the crux of what we're saying really, but I think people just lose perspective of what crowdfunding is. Yes. You know, yeah. Fundamentally, yeah, no, I... this is it's a it's a it's a, it's a gamble. Like so when, if yeah. you, you can put you know I mean look what's happened to to. Um, that German company, I can't remember the name of, that, that did all the mayor optic stuff and all that. Oh, kind of yeah. Don't they, they, worry, they... that's on the list. <laughs> I mean, Is that, that on the you, list? Oh, good. Okay. Yeah. yeah you, you know, people, I mean, some a lot of people would have lost a lot of cash. But, it, it, you know, people are going, people are saying, oh, you know, ki- you know, Kickstarter should be answerable and blah, blah, blah. No, that's... You've, you've, no, that's understands not, that's not the it, basic principle yeah. of what the, what back, what crowdfunding is. It's you put your money, you're gambling. You know, people don't get you don't get you know you do the lottery every week. You don't go, oh, God, damn lottery! I've never won it. Well, give me my money back. I want my <laughs> uh, money back from the lottery. I don't. It's gambling. 
It's it, no, it shouldn't. Crowdfunding was never set up as gambling. It, no, it, 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 it shouldn't be. No, it it was set but, up well, with the idea being that you could you were supporting people's endeavors to try and achieve something. But what's happened is, as bigger and bigger project, it's gone from oh, I want to try and make a book, or I want to try and make this art project, or whatever it may be. To now it's somebody going, we want to make this great big thing, and yeah, it, it's turned into oh well, you're by contributing you're getting a product it was never that originally it was no i want not, to do this it's not, that now. it's not that now you know, so but, people, that, but that's how it, people it, that's how people perceive it but they're wrong yeah but that's, that's how not people, what it's about but but all right lemography tell me that that is not actively how lemography use it as a pre-order system the, the, that is not a gamble that is lemography going, pre-order this through here that that's how they use it but that's that. The, the, the companies like Lomography are a little bit of an exception to the to the, to yeah, the rule. But, 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 but how how are people how are casual user, users of crowdfunding supposed to know? Oh well, this one's different to that one. By doing people, your people research, come on them. Oh by, yeah, the, have you met the, human the, beings? <laughs> yes, I have met. But this is the point. If it, the, these platforms make, they say that it's you invest in something, and like any other investment, you can potentially lose your money. That is the deal. And if when you back something on Kickstarter, you need to do your research. You need to read about these companies, read about the people, use intelligence, you know, look at what you're reading and decide based on the, all of the facts that you can gather whether or not the gamble is worth it. Because it, fundamentally, like any investment in anything, it's a gamble. And if people are losing money, it's tough. You, pay the, you, you took that risk. It's a it's a risk. It's what it's what all you know. Any you know, if you go in the if you go into if you go and speak to a, an IFA and you say, right, I've I've got hundred grand and I want to invest in something, they'll the first thing they'll say, how risk averse are you? You know, if you say I I'm not, I don't want to take much of a risk, they'll say, well, let's put it in something safe. If you if you say if you say I'm happy to take a lot of a risk, they'll put it in something that's much more risky, where you could lose your money or you could make more money. That's that's how investing in things works, and that's what this that's what crowdfunding is about. It could lemography could still go bust. Yeah, oh, yeah, no, slightly uh, less likely to. But I I have to say I agree I agree with Hamish, actually. Yeah, yeah he's you, not wrong, but <laughs> but I but I think I think but, he's not wrong, but but you don't like the like, fact that he's right. <laughs> no, no, but it's like but it comes back to the thing of like yes, you're, you're absolutely right. I mean, I, I and that is a completely what I the way I approach everything, but it doesn't get away from the fact that, you know, these, the, the way that these crowdfunding things have been run, you look at lab box and you look at Ferrania and you look at the numbers that they did. And then you look at the way those projects have gone and you look at the numbers that people are doing now or stuff and they're good. They're nowhere near those numbers because, because people have been burned. And it's just a shame. It's, it's a shame that for whatever reason, um, things have been delayed. Things have not happened. What have you? It it is slowly For, killing people's well, faith in yeah. this as a way of, of. Well, as as a consumer and also as a maker, um, you know, from my own personal um, perspective, I look at um, crowdfunding platforms and think, uh, or did think, oh, this would be amazing. That's definitely a route I would like to go down. And then having seen, obviously, you know, the difficulties not. Not that I'm um, averse to challenges. <laughs> I think anybody who knows me and, and has heard me talk about uh, the insane kinds of things I do knows that that's not the case. It's more that you look at that and go, actually, um, the, the the 
difficulties that there are in in running a uh, Kickstarter campaign or running a crowdfunding campaign put me off doing that um so therefore it means that maybe there are other makers perhaps like myself as well who who perhaps would like to bring something to market but know that there's a difficulty um with with doing that through kickstarter because of um because of other experiences that customers will have had that people will have had um in other things they've invested in as well so just another perspective on it so Should okay, we... so I'm gonna say, so I got I got to say right that actually we are talking about only very much a small niche uh, of what crowdfunding is about, and particularly we're talking about analog photography, where manufacturing is really complex. Um, uh, now I I'm um, I'm reading mm-hmm. a book to my daughter at the moment. Um, it's, a, and it's a book that maybe uh, Rachel have heard of. Um, oh yeah which is uh, it's called rebel girls ah yes <laughs> right so rebel yeah. rebel girls it is uh it was a kickstarter uh, there's now two mm-hmm. books i think um but we've got the first one and we're enjoying it at the moment and um each each double page spread is, a, is an illustration and a one-page story about a, a, a rebel girl it's a real life story sort of potted biographies and and a lot of this is is stuff from um well where would i would i where would i say it's from um anything from like three four hundred years ago right the way through to people who are still alive and in their early 20s and this is Mm -hmm. and it's all about women and girls who achieve be it in politics or sport or or in beating life in general because life is really hard especially when you're a woman you know um and so you know i i think you know i i i i i gotta say i i agree with hamish and i know but i don't know whether we are seeing what is representative of crowdfunding when we just focus on analog photography and this is one of the interesting things for me so i don't you know because one one way of saying oh you know kicks you know kickstarter or crowdfunding is is going such a bad name that it's yeah it's not as it's not doing as well as it used to well another way of looking at that is it's just leveling out everybody got a bit excited for a while (laughs) and let's face it yeah we started this show by saying that everybody got a bit excited last year in the analog photography world (laughs) Mm. Yeah, and I think that's that's that is kind of my worry is that it it will start putting people off, you know. But yeah, like I say, maybe it just needs to level out, as you say, uh, yeah, first, think, and then and then right. come back. <laughs> and, and by the way, everybody should buy the Rebel Girls books. They are oh, it's awesome. fab, isn't it? Uh, well, it's, might, it's um, we've got it as well. I was going to say, <laughs> yeah. Hamish, you'll have it surely with yours uh, yeah. as well, I imagine. And uh, yeah, it's. Um, it's talking about you know the women that history wrote out of history <laughs> that they were actually there. <laughs> yeah, surprise, exactly. Surprise. No, exactly. <laughs> and and it's it's giving me in in a way that I don't have any other way of talking to my seven year old daughter about you know uh, characters like Rosa Parks or mm. you know uh, or or other other people who've overcome adversity and and things like that. And it's you know it's it, it's it's a fantastic thing. And that's all come about from crowdfunding. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. I just I, I don't know why I felt the need to defend the whole science and art of crowdfunding. Now, there's there's a couple here that we we're going to need to speed up a bit, but there's a couple here that um, <laughs> after that massive tangent, yes, after, come on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's that's well, fair enough. <laughs> um, so so um, very quick question: Does anybody remember the Ihaji Elberflex? Yeah, 
I do remember it. <laughs> I don't think I don't think the people who tried to jumpstart that thing did uh, remember it themselves. Yeah, no. it was a non-funded one. So where the reflex that we talked about at the top of this list got funded, uh, the Elba Flex was a thirty-five mil camera uh, SLR that that didn't get funded. Came around they, similar they time. Wouldn't, people wouldn't well. be people wouldn't be getting it even if they had backed it because that's the same company as Mayer. Oh, and, that's the uh, one, is it? Oh, right, I yeah. hadn't appreciated that. Okay. T- tell and us about Mayer, sorry, Hamish. So the guy... The, the, <clears throat> I can't remember. It's, it's good. SE something like this. Some good, a German German brand. Small team. Um, the guy that was behind the company, um, uh, or the main chap, was uh, reusing old brands, so like Mayer and... Um, Oh, God, I can't remember. Put me on the spot, but I hardly know it. No, <laughs> all all the all old German brands oh, okay. that had a certain exactly. amount of provenance attached to them. Uh-huh. I was bringing out all these different lenses um, and the um, and the camera, but what wasn't, but was doing them all as if they were separate things from separate companies, and was never clear that it was all from the same company. So, and and by doing that was putting these lenses in very quick succession onto Kickstarter and raising lots and lots of money for all of them. Um, and then um, was apparently, according to some sort of guy, somebody I think who worked there, was was using money from... So would put one, would bring one product to market or would put one product on Kickstarter, would run out of cash, and then would put another one on Kickstarter to help fund the the, the delivery of the previous one. And that kept on happening until they got themselves in a bit of a pickle. And then the guy got run over or something, <gasps> I think. Um, and I think he's dead. I think he died. Um, but but um, the, since he's he's either very ill and is no longer... I think, he's, I think he did. I think he is dead. Um, and, and, and now the company's gone. Gone, gone kaput and nobody's going to get their stuff so so is this a is this a, a new economic model we've got here a blend of crowdfunding and pyramid selling <laughs> uh, yes <laughs> oh, okay. I, I mean it's it's it, I, I don't from from what i've read and i, I can't i can't be bothered to to, to, to dig deep <laughs> into it but I've, I've read bits and pieces here and there but i might be wrong I, I, i'm pretty certain he died i'm no i'm I think he did, but anyway, regardless, I, um, from what I understand, this guy was had pretty good intentions and did deliver a lot of fairly products that were exactly as they were supposed to be. So, I've seen one of these Mayer lenses. I've um, um, sh- shot with one, and, and it, it, it was a quality feeling product there was nothing wrong with it and and it was it was one of the uh, the trier plan the 2.8 mil 2.8 which is a, a, a very well-known classic um classic that you know simon and his cronies would be you know getting all getting all over excited about it <laughs> but um the um yeah, so they were they were delivering these these good quality products and 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 i think he as a as a human being had good intentions um, but just didn't really um, go about it in the in the right way. I, I think M spoke to him, and it, it, everybody was super sceptical about the IRG, whatever mm. it was, camera. And M spoke to him um, and said, 
came back seeming a bit more positive, didn't he? Yeah, he said he said essentially that the guy had the had good intentions, but he just couldn't quite. Um, it, the intentions were there, but his direction was wrong, and mm-hmm. and that has just come, you know. No, okay, no, well, come true, really. So it's a shame, a shame. But uh, especially if he did have genuinely good intentions, but you know, it takes uh, uh, as, as you found out yourself, as you were saying yourself, in, in fact, and as Abe, to- Abe told us a couple of weeks ago, um, you know, it's as much about being a businessman as it is about um, you know being the creator behind these things and the engineer behind these things. So you do you do mm. need to have the the business make the business model stack up. Mm. And that's so hard. It's such a difficult, you know, for if if you feel like you're one or the other, it can be very difficult to uh, apply <laughs> the other aspects to balance it out and make it successful. It, it can is. be very hard. It, it is mm. very, very hard. OK, well, moving on then. So the next mm. one is one that over the last five years or so, we've talked about quite a lot. <laughs> we have. <laughs> Do you want to give us an update on this one, Aid? Uh Yeah. I mean, having been an original backer of Ferrania, mm-hmm. I get access to some of the updates that are for backers only. Uh, the most recent one, at the update for August, September 2018. So, yeah, not, not, not this month, but uh, fairly recent. There's, as always with Ferrania, there's a lot of technical detail about, you know, big machines they're building and getting ready for this production run and and, and figuring out where to source the gelatin from and, or, and how to handle the air conditioning and all of that sort of stuff. Uh, ultimately, though, it doesn't give any indication of, of when production might start. <laughs> So it's when all very was it, exciting, though, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Um, when was it originally supposed to have happened? Uh, just to give us a little background. Uh, I think it was twenty fourteen, wasn't it? Is that when it started? Is yeah, that when they, yeah, they that was it? that wow, was that okay. was the, 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 the Kickstarter itself, I believe, was twenty fourteen. Mm-hmm. It was it, um, it was certainly a long time ago. Mm-hmm. Um, they uh, yes, they they launched it under the title of a hundred more years of analog film, and and sadly, in, in, in my dark <laughs> moments, that what you're I feeling? Think, yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> yes, it's been almost a hundred years already. Um, and uh, yeah, uh, and still no sign of the film. They can't but... say they didn't put the clue in the title for you. <laughs> That's true. That that is true. <laughs> but you know, I mean, clearly they've been working hard. You know, and they've had some horrendous things happen to them, like you know, early days when the the Italian government basically shut down their factory and um, and stuff like that. So you know, and it's on the way we've had the P thirty. On the way mm. we've had the P thirty. Mm. So there's been something come out, and at least the backers have had some choice. But this one is is one I stopped worrying about a long time ago. Um, you know, it, it it if it happens, it happens. You know, it, it it's too long ago that my twenty euros or whatever it is that I put, or fifty euros or sixty euros, whatever it was I put into it, is is long gone. And and uh, you know, I did get some P thirty out of it, so that was good. Um, <laughs> But, the way the way I look about this is, if you think uh, that of how long, and not that it was really that long, but the length of time it took Kodak to bring out um, Ektachrome, Kodak, a fully functioning, operational, film producing um, company with all the machinery, with all the expertise, with everything going for them, and it still took them time and effort and energy to put out this um, remake of an emulsion to have to start from almost scratch, you know, rebuilding the factory and getting back up. I mean, it, uh, I think everybody up to, maybe including them, uh, underestimated the mission that was in front of them. But um, uh, the, the fact that Ferrania 
is still moving forward, I find hugely heartening. Because honestly, it wouldn't have surprised me if the whole thing had buckled by this point, given what they've been dealing with and how long it's all been taken. And the fact that, like, no, we're still here. We're still plodding forward. We will get there. Is um, I think that's great. And I think Actually, that's the message mm-hmm. for Ferrania as well. You know, mm-hmm. keep going, guys. You know, <laughs> yeah. You, if persistence and perseverance has got anything to say for it, you will get there at some point. <laughs> Sorry, Rachel, um, I took over you. No, 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 it's fine. I was just going to say, maybe that 50 euros, whatever it was that you put in, aid, maybe you can um, uh, count it as um, donation towards content for Sunny 16 podcast. <laughs> because we have uh, we have managed to talk about it quite <laughs> that, a lot over the, a, over the four years. That's <laughs> a very, very good point. Right, okay. Next one then. Um, Film Lab, uh, Film Lab app to be precise, uh, from Abe. I don't propose that we, um, we we talk too much about this today because we had a really good catch up with Abe uh, two weeks ago, three weeks ago, yeah. something like that, wasn't it? Um, you know, he's just, he. This is the first person that we spoke to at the beginning of the Kickstarter and at the end, well, once he'd shipped stuff. Um, and that was a, a unique thing for him um, and for us. And, uh, he, you know, we heard, uh, we heard a lot of the stories. Um, and, uh, you know, I think I've even I've seen Film Lab as mentioned on the on the Pixelator uh, Kickstarter as well, haven't I, Hamish? Yeah, I, we've we, me and a chat, chat once in a while. We, we have very complimentary products. Yes. You, you, um, you certainly do. Yes. So, yeah, we've 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 caught up. He was one of my. Um, beta testers he's been using it using his beta version recently and hasn't actually had any of the problems that other people had but i think that's because of the the sort of simplicity of the 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 the, the approach that the app um brings to the process if you see what i mean and i've my, my, i've got it i've got the app and it works it works very well with um mm-hmm. with with as i say with even the, the, the most basic <laughs> primitive versions of pixelator i've got so. Yeah. yeah well good yes so so continued good luck to abe then um hopefully um and look forward to seeing how that comes out and of course uh the promised android version so that that's one of his particular challenges speaking as an iphone shooter <laughs> i'm all right yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> who cares about you weirdos Smug. Smug. Sure. Yeah. get a real phone yeah absolutely <laughs> So, uh, okay, moving on then. Uh, Another one we've talked about some, uh, and I'm not sure whether we liked this in the end or didn't like this in the end. This is is the jolly look. (laughs) Oh, jolly look. Well, it's a game of two halves, isn't it, for us, Graham? Um, Because uh, Graham and I both backed this. Um, You received yours, and I have not. (laughs) Yeah. Um, and your jolly look um, actually ended up being turned into the Jalubatel. Um, <laughs> My jolly which, look became a camera of two yeah, halves. Exactly, your, exactly <laughs> your actual camera did, didn't it? Um, and what I found um, hilarious was seeing the uh, other recent um, article and thing that was sort of like floating around on the internet, which was where somebody had um, uh, created a, a sort of like a Frankenstein monster of the... Uh, um, Hasselblad and the Instax, uh, you know, uh, Mini, um, the Nine. Uh, so I took that example and was like, well, look what Graham was doing, you know, two months ago uh, with his Jolly Look and his uh, Lubitel making the Jalubitel. And uh, yeah, so uh, I've been using yours as an example. I, I backed that, this originally because it, it's just, it was right up my street, this kind of thing. And I thought, well, 
perfect for workshops, perfect for, you know, using on these um, uh, different things that obviously I deliver um, at Little Vintage Photography. So it made sense for me to, um, to buy. I think I actually got a pack of three because I thought it would be nice to be able to put them into several hands at once, you know. Um, so, uh, yeah, I, I, I backed that thinking, well, it, you know, looking at it again, you know, did, did my research, had a little look at them and thought, OK, yes, it is definitely a bit of a risk because um, it's not a company that I've p- purchased from before. I don't see, you know, their their um, prior work or products or things that they put out. But I also thought it looked um, relatively simple to put together <laughs> um, was, was my initial thinking. So perhaps there won't be any of those slightly um more complex manufacturing issues um which turns out is not the case or was not the case um because they've had to to you know sort of like restart uh, production or find new premises or find new teams to do this several times over um by this point um and i think that's why it's taken so long i think the the most frustrating part was when i could see that people were starting to get theirs and that they were shipping and they would all gone they were kind of like going out and i was like this is amazing it's finally happening Hooray! and then nothing <laughs> so i didn't really get an email saying sorry yours hasn't been shipped or anything so that was the only point where i thought it would have just been nice to get a little email saying really sorry uh, yours is yours hasn't been shipped it's in the batch that hasn't been because i was sort of left not knowing you know and i'd rather just know one way or the other um so uh, yes that was the only bit that i got a bit like oh a bit frustrated but again i'm just sort of sitting here hoping and looking forward to receiving it when when i do um without without kind of like putting a time frame on it now (laughs) well fair Uh, enough i think this does win um of all of tonight's offerings it wins the most successfully funded project it was ah, funded at something like 25 times its goal <laughs> they wow. were after fifteen thousand dollars and they got three three hundred and seventy seven thousand dollars that's me wow. that's a, it's a good return um yeah no no and it's like you were saying earlier aid i think that scaling thing because suddenly they're thrust into a world where they have no familiarity at all Mm -hmm. and that that seemed to be a lot of the problem was that they had to go over to china to make relationships to make these products and kind of along the way they kept having problems they met you know they made these relationships and they kept having problems and kept having problems and having to go back but like oh no i think this time we're going to get it right and this time we're going to get it right and in the end, when the product finally shipped, it was only then that I think they finally realized, like, no, this just isn't good enough. Like, this company that we're using just cannot do it, and these are unacceptable. And that's why you know, the first lot went out, the people like myself got one, and people went, these are, these are, not, these are not okay. Um, but it's a bummer that their communication has not been better. They've they've put out updates, but they have not been getting in touch with people more directly to know. And uh, I don't think that's okay because it has led to this thing where a load of people got them and some others didn't. But I think the eventual product that you'll get, Rach, will be far better. Or oh yeah, at least like, better than mine, so. well, that's the hope. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I don't hold that against them. And, and like I say, I I fully took that on board by going, yeah, this is this is a bit of um, a risk one for me, but it's something that I was um, excited about enough 
um to to kind of go i'm gonna i'm gonna take a punt on it and hope that it comes comes through um obviously of course of course it would have been nice if it if it would have arrived when it was supposed to have arrived or if it had arrived in the first batch but you know like i say i i appreciate all the problems that they have had and they have at least put some updates out there and things i think it was um yeah it's uh understandable and in a way i would rather that they make a product that is like you say better than it would have been if it had come out earlier i'd rather wait and get a better product yeah and and i think now they've taken they are now doing the manufacturing essentially themselves they've they've brought it mm. into their own country In-house. Which I, yeah which yeah. i can't i think it, i think it's romania but i may be talking on my backside with that mm. so the quality control can be there and um yeah you know arguably that's what they should have done months ago but i sure. guess it's hard when you live, go down live and, learn. and and you know um i i appreciate again the, their intention seemed to be and i think still seems to be you know good so um that goes a long way for me <laughs> okay well on the home straight now listeners um, and mm-hmm. we're going to end with one um well uh end with a quick review of one um one story to come after this uh which is actually due to ship this month <laughs> Um, and that is the uh, is this the the Rollerflex Mint or is it the Mint Rollerflex? It's, no, it's it's the Instaflex. Somebody changed it. No, I don't no, know no, why. It's, no, it's the it's, it's called the it's called the Rollerflex, Rach. It's called the Rollerflex. You you literally put the the link to the Kickstarter. The Rollerflex Instant Camera, yeah, because the Instant Flex is Mint's own camera, which is what this is based on. Uh, yes, but this is course, the Rollerflex yes. one. Yes. Yeah, the in- Instant Camera is is what it's um, called with a K. Yeah. Yeah, right. so so it's um, a partnership with Rolly, but yeah, that's right. Yes, or or uh, I think is, is is it fair to say this is the the brand owning and exploitation company that currently owns Rolly? Is that is is that a fair point, or am I mis- <laughs> am I maligning people here? I think Rolly's still a brand, aren't they? I think yeah, Rolly's still. Own... Rolly's a brand still yeah. separately. Yeah, and I think they've partnered in some way with gary ho obviously who we had gary on the show um several several months ago now uh didn't we um talking to him about about uh, his products uh and things and this is a for those who've not seen it it's a, a sort of an instant it shoots instax mini um but is built like a traditional looking tlr um with the roly um uh, brand on as well so yeah no, okay. exciting stuff right, well, supposed to be mm-hmm. sounds sounds like it, it sounds like it could be good i mean yeah the the mint cameras have got rave reviews pretty much everywhere haven't they i think the more recent yeah. ones anyway i'm looking forward to um and it like you say um aid i think you said it's due to ship this month or well, that's what it... the campaign says and the current uh update so this is a company that has done not a great many updates but to no. be fair they 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 only um launched the project in april this year so their their update as of about 10 days ago says we've reached the final stages um, they've got a, a quick recap of their Photokina booth because they were in Photokina. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, they are, where the stage is it? We reached October, blah, 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 blah. Okay, so a very small delay so as not to compromise quality. Shipping mm-hmm. will begin in November. Well, that's not bad, is it? Shipping, I think you know, it was shipping something, a month late. Yeah, exactly. I think that was something to do with the viewfinder or, or something that they wanted to make it a bit clearer or there was some some sort of small issue with that. So, again, you know, it, it's, it, I feel like I'd rather 
wait wait that little bit extra like you say being a month or whatever over and, and what have you for you know for a better slightly better quality uh, or whatever they're they're having the issue is at the moment so yeah looking forward to that one then yay yeah okay all right so um that is a rundown let's just count those back right so so uh, of the ones that yeah that we've spoken about so far not 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 including pixelator but the ones that we've just done like a review of is one two three four five six seven eight nine ten so this time last year there were 10 active kickstarters that we we were tracking and uh wow um you know uh, as as Graham said, I think at the top of the show, uh, there is a whole bunch of uh, a whole bunch of of fortunes. Is that is that right? Is it? Yeah, you, know, you almost every possible angle has been <laughs> uh, has been uh, uh, addressed by by uh, the these projects. <laughs> <laughs> which 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 uh, i don't know yeah so where, where where do we go for there oh no sorry late breaking news late breaking news one that we almost forgot to add to the list very sorry robert uh this is the ham camera is it called the actually called the ham camera the new box the new <laughs> box thank you otherwise known as the ham camera or is it the company that's called ham camera it might be the company that's it's the ham camera company um and they run the campaign as the box is back um, so that was uh, Robert Ham, who uh, who was doing that. Mm-hmm. Okay, and and where are they at then? I think it's progressing well. I know he was at the recent FPP walking workshop in Finley, Ohio, and he had some of them there for people to try out. So I think it's getting pretty close with that now. And he's also um, successfully kickstarted his pin box in the interim time as well. So he's a serial Kickstarter. Not that he <laughs> kickstarts serial, but he's been yeah, very busy. But I think it's I think it's close to completion now. Um, so yeah. Uh, that's so good stuff good stuff and good good luck uh good luck robert i mean he's um yeah he's he's a busy boy isn't he (laughs) he's a busy boy okay uh right so then there's one last thing on our show notes for this week um and i can't remember whether it was rachel or graham that put it here but it is the intrepid four by five enlarger so not a camera this time or a lens or an enlarger um graham was this you that put this on i think it was a joint effort wasn't it because bizarrely we just haven't mentioned it yet we did talk to uh, max about this when he came on the show back in early august i think it was wasn't it rach um but they are in the midst of their kickstarter now for their enlarger um and essentially this is a setup so that you can use your four by five camera as an enlarger to print negatives uh, up to four by five in size. Um, it's a very economical, well, I suppose you can pick up enlargers pretty cheaply if you hunt around now. Um, but for a four by five enlarger, it's a cheap way of doing it. Uh, it's also very space uh, efficient. Economical with uh, yeah. space too, yeah, which is good. It was actually the exclusive, um, I believe, when we when we spoke um, to Max about that because uh, on the on the show he said, oh, and so also this is going to be coming out. And we were like, that sounds incredible. So that was <laughs> nice for us to have a, a, an exclusive on Sunny 16 podcast. I think, yeah, I missed that conversation. I think, I think that was one of the ones when I was on holiday, sadly. But, yes, um, yeah. 
but uh, no, it's, it, it lo- looks like a, an interesting bit of kit. Uh, it would mm-hmm. go really nicely with something to hold your film down flat, I guess. Absolutely. <laughs> Again, this works so yeah. well as complementary to, to Hamish. And I know, I have to say, I love their video. So good. The campaign yeah. itself is uh, just fantastic. Yeah, that was a work, work of genius. I chatted to Max about that specifically. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was a work of genius. That video, it's absolutely oh, spot okay. on. See, I haven't seen that video, so I, that, uh, is that a recommendation to me and, yeah, to, the, and watch, to the listeners just, as well? Just watch the video. Just, just, just watch the video. I mean, back it as well because it is a brilliant. It, I think um, Graham's understated the point a little bit about how we're talking about a five by four enlarger here. That you know, you could fit it in a, a shoebox. You know, you obviously you need to tripod and bits and pieces, but. Have you seen what five by four enlargers usually look like? They are ginormous things, you know. So it's what make the two things that make me really excited about it as a product. Obviously, there's the potential compatibility with Pixelator um, as a as a a light source, but um, it's it's more democratization of large format photography. Which is where I started with Pixelator. You know, I, when I think of Pixelator is, um, you know, it, yes, it allows 5.4, and 35mm, but I started off with looking to create a product that was for digitizing 5.4 because the, it, the, it was, you know, you, you needed a Epson flatbed scanner at 800 quid or whatever as a, as, a, as a kickoff. And actually, since then, lots of people have come up with lots of different ways to um, do, do, you know, do what Pixelator does. Um, albeit more expensively, obviously, um, but um, that that core value that, that that Intrepid have as a company of democratization of large format photography is 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 fantastic, and this is just another product that 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 helps with that. So, yeah, I think it's I think it's brilliant. Sure, I'm going to very quickly read through what it is you actually get to give people anything. So. Um, what comes in the kind of kit to, to turn your large format into, and it doesn't have to be an intrepid large format camera, does it? It, it can be used with, um, I guess, most large format cameras. Uh, you get uh, the timer, you get the light box, the LED light box, which is very important because you need the light source to make prints. You get the negative carrier uh, to hold it, which comes in 4x5, 120 and 35mm formats. The enlarging lens board. And I think I'm right. And again, Hamish, you'll probably have a better own or rate. You may remember better than me. You can also use your a, an actual large format lens to do that as well if you don't have an enlarging lens although enlarging lenses are not terribly expensive uh, and the filter holders you can also do all that so it's a neat little kit and um they're also selling bundles where you can buy uh the enlarger and um an intrepid camera as well so uh that's very yeah. tempting um, i mean but it would, oh, be, very tempting. <laughs> it would be very i, I would imagine i mean i, I would definitely suggest using enlarging lens i mean for how much you can get a really decent nick on enlarging mm-hmm. enlarging lens for sort of 50 or 60 quid yeah, yeah. i had yes. i actually had the um um the timer set my alarm set for um for when that one was going to uh, start on the kickstarter and unfortunately i uh, was driving back from from a job and uh, missed it by an hour so that i think they launched at eight o'clock and by the time i got in the house literally right right in the house at nine o'clock um all of the the ones that i could afford had gone <laughs> so uh, so it's great like how fast that went and how successful that had been was um, was wonderful so um 
uh, again, ho- hopefully, you know, they won't have any of the, the scaling up issues because, again, it's been very, very successful. Um, but not, I think they're, they're already... They're, 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 they don't think that's what he's doing. Well, yeah. that's what I was just about to say, Hamish. Yeah, I think he's... Um, <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. <laughs> it's okay. Um, yeah, I think they're already pretty pretty well set as, a, as an organisation that they've got that infrastructure in place ready um, to kind of deal with that. So, uh, so that's awesome. Yeah, well, as listeners listen to this, if you listen on the Thursday, there will be, I think, about seven days left on the Kickstarter to go. It is more than adequately funded. This thing is going to happen. They've got mm-hmm. £75,000 out of initial £15,000 they were looking for. Um, but if you are interested and if you, if you, to be honest, regardless of whether you're a large format um, photographer in general or not, um, just as a way to get into printing this is a really great way of doing it. and the flexibility it gives you going forwards is fantastic because you can just do any size you want up to four by five so yeah very cool exciting um, stuff it's Indeed. exciting times isn't it there's a lot of entrepreneurialism if that's even a word is that a word it is yeah, <laughs> yeah defo, defo. Well, you should know Rach. you are the entrepreneur aren't you so. um well well, we have Hamish on the uh, on the call, so I, I wouldn't. Uh, oh, well, I wouldn't oh, all right, yes. Oh, oh, so, so, okay. So, oh, wow, there's a first as well, listeners. It's my turn to insult the guest this week. <laughs> Sorry, Hamish. <laughs> it had to happen one day, I suppose, even if it was only by accident. <laughs> I think Rachel deserves every bit of respect for what she gets up to. <laughs> well, thanks very much, guys. As, as do you both. As do you both. Right. Okay. So, um, I, I'm uh, well. There we go. Um, uh, uh, there, I'm sure there'll be more to talk about, and and good luck to the the intrepid guys of completing theirs, um, uh, and and then and then uh, the slightly more challenging task, maybe, uh, of actually delivering against what you've sold. Um, it, certainly, there are. Uh, it's not as simple as sell it first, deliver it later, um, as we. Heard from, not for the know. faint-hearted, no. As we've heard from 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 Abe a few weeks ago, from others we've talked to, and from Hamish and uh, tonight, and uh, all, all the lessons we've we've learned from from reviewing all back over these. So it's a big wide world out there. Lots of work to do. Um, lots of ideas and and lots of challenges delivering. Um, I'm a bit out of breath actually. That last half where we were going through those things, that's fast that we were going through those. Then there's there's a lot to a lot to talk about. But I'm not gonna make a mistake of saying that this is a shorter show because Hamish might snort with laughter. <laughs> <laughs> because well, yeah. <laughs> this demonstrably is not one of our shorter shows actually by recent count it is probably one of our shorter shows but I, think I, gave, the... I, I gave up on one of your um that, that one with um uh johnny on about well, i think i was oh, about seven hours up. in and started... <laughs> no stamina hamish i don't know i did i barely made it through that show <laughs> Well, this is why we have now, for our listeners who, who haven't yet realised this, we have actually started to split up the show into two shows. So today's obviously is the main show, but we'll also be coming back to you with one that we have still tentatively titled Backing Paper, which will be later in the week and released as a separate show. Yeah, and that'll be Backing Paper number three, I think, won't it? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Yes, after I nearly forgot to put backing paper number two out this morning. Whoops. <laughs> That's okay. Yes, after our after our hundred percent record for two and a half years of getting a sunny sixteen out every week, backing paper nearly didn't make it to show number two. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. It did. We got it under the wire. It Even did. if you had to lock your, you know, your stepdad out of the house or something. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh well, I shall I shall look forward to listening to backing paper number three. Then certainly certainly the first two have been fun. Um, okay, well I tell you what, um, uh, great great to chat with everybody. Uh, thanks Hamish for being on the show. Have you enjoyed yourself? Yeah, well, as always. <laughs> <laughs> How much under the bus were you thrown? I suppose. <laughs> I was given a reasonable opportunity to defend my cause. I think. Good. That's right. Glad to hear it. Glad to hear it. Right. In which case, I might use this. I might use this. 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 This podcast as a uh, as an up, as update number twenty seven or whatever it is. I'm up to on and twenty eight and twenty nine and thirty. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> there you go. Still working this time. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so uh, yeah, well, okay, and uh, yes, the, the um, is there any is the Kickstarter still the best place to get updates on Pixelator? Yes, definitely. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I do post one. I do post one a week. Excellent. Um, well, I, I think I missed a couple of weeks. I was on holiday, but yeah, gen, gen, generally speaking, it's one a week. It'll be towards the end of this week. That I, I, I post. Okay, well, there you go, listeners. We'll have a link in the show notes, but you can just go and search Pixelator on Kickstarter as well and get up to date with what Hamish is up to. Thank you very much, Hamish. It's been good to chat through some of these things in, in, with the context of what you've learned along the way as well. Um, well, there we go. Uh, we have been um, the Sunny 16 podcast. Um, three of us plus a friend this week for show number 123. Um, as always, you can get in touch with us on the internet uh, at Sunny 16 uh, on Instagram. Uh, that'll be Eric. Um, on Twitter, that'll be Graham. Facebook, Rachel, uh, Flickr, Matthew. Uh, <laughs> am I missing anybody out? Oh, email email yeah sunny 16 podcast at gmail.com or of course you can go to our website sunny 16 podcast.com where you can get this the way you can get the the uh what's this called oh it's a podcast that's what you can get there um and you can have a look <laughs> in at uh some of the early entries on the cheap shots challenge i think can't they graham uh, they're not early entries, eh? They are very much on-time entries. Listeners, you have until the end of this month. Get your entries in now! Okay, well, there was good. that was good. I remember to mention that then. I must go and shoot some stuff for that. Now that we got last week, we sorted out that uh, fine art must have a concept. So uh, all I need now is a concept um, and some film. <laughs> and, we're happy, and we're all good to go. <laughs> and we're all good to go. I won't embarrass the rest of you lot by asking where you are with your entries. Uh, we'll just go to close the show uh, with, as always, uh, music by Rocker, Rachel's band. And you can get their music, uh, especially the album Promises I Should Have Kept, on Spotify or Amazon or iTunes. Um, it has been an honour and a privilege to rack our brains over the last year of Kickstarters uh, for you this week. Um, we will be back next week uh, with an interim backing paper show, of course, in between. Um, uh, thank you very much and goodbye. Bye. Bye. Hello, it's Martin Scarland again. Um, I've just um, been working again on my darkroom. I've had another day off on it. 
and this time um, I involved my dad to come and give me a hand. Um, I had an old bit of worktop which was we used as an old extra extra dining table, and what it was was an old IKEA bit of solid wood worktop. Um, so we've cut that in half lengthways, and we've made a splashback to go around the th well, three sides of this huge sink that's been placed in there. Uh, and that's worked really well. So um, that, that's gone in. And then I got my dad to box in my... Oh, no, we didn't. We, we plumbed in the um, the waste pipe for the sink. And that's all gone around two walls, in effect. And then into my um, soil pipe. And then my father's boxed it all in with some sterling board that was laying around. Um, so that's done that. And then I spent my afternoon um, doing a bit of plumbing. So I've I've run the 15mm water feed from in the garage around two walls and into the new darkroom and in, along and plumbed a tap into the sink. Uh, and then I had to um, lag all that so it doesn't freeze in the winter. So that's all done. And now I've got running water in my rather large sink. And it all runs away into the soil pipe, so that that's really good. Um, the next job, in fact, I think hopefully one evening this week, we might try and get the um, the floor down, and that's just going to involve. Um, I bought some one-inch um, polystyrene, rigid polystyrene. That's going to go on the floor, and then um, it's um, chipboard flooring. They come in sort of eight by two sheets in old money um and so that's um sort of um tongue and groove kind of boards so that's just what we cut in and fitted in so that that's quite exciting and then we'll have a floor um all insulated all all the way around um and that'll be good um that's it for now cheers bye